I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, on to Broncos versus Rabbitohs. Uh, what did you think about this game? Uh, I did not see this one coming at all. You said it last week. Credit to you. I, yeah, rattled me, to be honest with you. Mm. They were very impressive, Brisbane. I, I mean, in saying that, they were impressive. I still think they can get so much better. Mm. So much better. Uh, impressive for them to win, but just performance-wise, they have still got a heap more in them. That right side... Between Selwyn Cobbo and Tony Staggs, I mean, on a good day, they should have scored two tries each, I think. Mm. They had so many opportunities, it was not even funny. Whether it was, you know, poor hands or just mistiming their run or whatever it might be, they, I, I thought they left so many points on the board out there. Payne Haas, I'm sure you're going to talk about him, but fuck, what planet is he from? It's insane. Honestly? It's insane. Like, there was all the stats and everything which are mind-blowing. For him to get there and catch that kick on the full, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Yeah. What are you doing there? It's insane. It's insane. He is like I, I want. I want scientists to test his body, yeah. like his cardiovascular. How does he have that much gas? I think it, it was one of the commentators that said, it, and it was spot on. They said that this whole weekend there are guys because it's round one. Fair enough. There are guys cramping and breaking down everywhere. Mm. This big bit of gear just goes for 70 minutes doing more work. He made 45 tackles. Only missed one, 187 uh, metres run, 82 post contact, three tackle breaks, four offloads, 45 tackles, 70 minutes. And it's, uh, I think another thing that people no undervalue sometimes is that every time Payne Haas runs the ball, the whole team G's themselves up yep. to get him. It's the same as when Taumalolo that people underappreciate. Like, or the Rabbitohs would have spent so much time on Payne Haas this week. It's mm. not even funny. Yeah. And he still comes out with a performance like that. It was, you know. And he doesn't do anything that you're not expecting. He does the same thing. You know what's coming. You just yeah. can't stop it. You literally cannot stop it. He's too big. He's too strong. It's, uh, he is, he's something special. He truly is something special. I cannot, um, yeah. I, I, don't, I can't put it into words because it's just like, who's ever done what he's doing? You know, outside Jason Tamalolo at 13, uh, 
Yeah, I just it's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, Broncos, what a performance! What a performance! I, I I just felt like that they had so much to play for, and they had that youthful energy of just like let's just let's ambush these blokes, let's ambush these blokes. Uh, Suncorp Stadium, you know, Ben Eichens there now. Interesting as well. I actually had a conversation with one of the players um, just via DMs, and I just said, "Oh, good luck this weekend." And he said, uh, "This was before the game." A, few, a couple of days, and he said, um, don't worry, we'll make you proud. And I was like, that's when I knew that these guys are in the right headspace. Not because, and mainly because, like, I'm a fucking nobody in Broncos history. Like, a literal nobody. But the fact that they're sitting there thinking, we'll make you proud, like a, no, a nobody. Imagine what they're thinking to, like, Lockyer and Talos and that. And I just knew they were in the right mindset, like that, that they knew they had so much to play for. It felt like you had identity again. 100%. For the first time in yeah. a long time. There was a couple of moments in the back end of last year where, where little games, you could see it. They weren't able to do it consistently. Um, I mean, considering you didn't have Reynolds and considering how you looked in the fucking trials. Yeah. The trials looked like you hadn't met each other before. Oh, it was crazy. All over the place. Yeah. And then all of a sudden come together in this game. And you know what? Yeah. Bunny's missing. Latrell Mitchell, you know, had to move AJ to fullback. Mate, you've still got some of the best attacking players in rugby league on that yeah. side of the field. Yep. You've got two gun back rowers, good middles. You've got the Australian hooker. You've got the Australian 13. And you, you went into a grand final without Latrell. You know, like, so... And you took the, the grand finals. So oh, it was an incredible performance by the Broncos. I was super, just super proud. Like, I, I was at the, at the watching it thinking... I don't even care about the result. I just love the fact that these boys have gone out and ripped and teared for 80 minutes. So if we get beaten, that's fine. It's, it, we see identity. We see you know, a play style. We see them working for each other. Uh, I've got to give massive raps to Albert Kelly and Billy Walters. Um, first of all, from a personal perspective, Albert Kelly, uh, I was a bit unsure of what he would deliver. I thought he was fantastic. The only knock, and this is because he's not a seven, he's a six. The only thing is his kick game just... You know, and that's what Reynolds is there for. So yeah. it's it, it's not to say that's not his job, and he still kicked for five hundred and forty meters. Um, but there were just a few kicking options that could have been a little bit better. But again, he's a six, not a seven. I just I thought he was fantastic, man. The intercept try he tried in every single play. Um, some of the ball playing is really good. What's what's crazy is I still think that they've got a lot left in them. Like I still think there were times where our structures kind of broke down a little bit. Um, Albert Kelly, probably one of the best games I've seen Albert Kelly play personally. Best games at least for the Broncos. I haven't seen him play like that. So, yeah, massive, massive game from Albert Kelly. That, uh, that, that intercept he took. South class. Sydney could have scored that try 15 different ways. It was such a big... Fuck, I felt sorry for Cody because he, uh-huh. he didn't really do anything wrong. It was just Albert Kelly just went all chips in, backed yep. himself... Um, Fuck! Imagine being Cody Walker and looking up and just thinking, Fuck. "I can kick, I can pass, I can run, and we'll score." And then that happens to you. It's wild. It's wild. I think, um, yeah, it's. I feel sorry for Cody because it's like he's so silky with the ball, and it's just two like two times out of a million. Like how many times does he pass the ball, and it's and we're all sitting there going, "Holy shit! How did he get that pass across his body like that?" Um, so yeah, felt sorry for him. Um, and Billy Walters, I just want to, for all the people that were talking shit about Billy Walters and saying that he was only in there because of his father, you're wrong. You're wrong. He played fantastically and he deserved to be there. He deserved uh, to be there. Has he locked himself into the six jersey? No, I think Albert Kelly played well enough to withhold that, that jersey when Reynolds comes back. Yeah, but right. I do think Billy, 
Manny's put his name up there. Manny's put his name there. I didn't expect you to say that. Okay. Oh, you really think that? Oh, I don't like. I still think it could go either way, but I'm leaning towards Walters. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. I just think that uh, Kevy will probably try to have a sense of like, well, Albert has been here for longer, and yeah. he had the position last year to an extent, and also Albert Kelly uh, at six. I think could probably do similar to what uh, Walters did, but again, I'm not I'm not married to the idea. Like it's not like I'm sitting here going, if they choose Walters, I'm going to be like, oh, I can't believe it. I just think Albert Kelly, it'd be super hard to drop him after the game he played. Yeah, I I, I think Billy's defense will play to his favor as well. Okay, I, I prefer him in D. Um, once again, how good to have this many options? Yeah. Guys fighting for critical jerseys. Oh, massive. Depth is unreal. Yeah. Uh, Billy Walters' left foot step must have some kind of fucking, I don't know, super glue. Like he <laughs> throws banana peels out because he, yeah. he just kept on. It was his left foot, wasn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. Just kept on coming off that left foot and they couldn't couldn't stand it. Um, I guess one, if I'm looking, being really picky, and this all comes with just playing together, is the amount of times Billy Slater come off that left foot and there wasn't anyone up the inside. Uh, that's something that I hope in video sessions they go like, boys, clearly Billy Walters can step off his left, get on his inside on, so yeah. he can offload it to you. Because there was no one there so many times. Um, who, yeah. who do you play next week? Who's Brisbane got next week? Bulldogs. Doggies. What a game. Surely, surely we can get up on that. Good game though. Good game. Doggies coming off a win. Uh, but yeah, I just want to give a shout out. Albert Kelly and Billy Walters after being so under the pump in the media, and rightly so. I don't think they, you know, trialed that well outside of one of Billy Walters' games. Uh, good on it, man. You know, good on them. And I, I'm just stoked that they're going to have such good uh, players battling it out for that six role. What about uh, your hooker? Hooker, I thought Turpin was really good. I thought he was good, man. Like, were we, lack, were we really lacking? Did we need anything more from him? No, I don't think so. 52 tackles, only one missed. I thought he was good. I liked him. He offers stability. And I think Reynolds, um, I think Reynolds with Carrigan, uh, you know, playing that lock role or playing a forward that can pass, front role that can pass, will give us enough attack. And I just think he just needs good ball. I just think Reynolds needs good ball for now. And so I like the stability that Turpin offers. Another guy that I thought was, I don't know if disappointing is the right word to put it in trials, but I expected more from Kurt Capewell. Mm. Especially Fuck. in the the last drop. Yeah, good God, we got it the other night. Oh, absolutely. Really, and yeah. I mean, like, like the field goal was cool, great to see. But even before that, I just thought he was sensational. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is early in the game, I was like, I was a bit disappointed. I was like, I want Kurt Capewell more involved. I yeah. know he's got to be out on the edge, and you know maybe he's just not getting much ball because that's the way the game hasn't gone. Um, but boy, did he warm into that yeah. game. But like. And it's all the little things that you don't notice. It's the kick chases. It's the trailing on the inside. It's the cover tackles. It's the taking a run when we really need it. Um, Cable's like one of those movies that you watch the second time and you notice all mm, the shit that you absolutely. missed the first time. Look at these stats. He only made 53 metres. Um, so, like, you would look at that and be like, man, that's not good. But he had a try assist yeah. and he also made 40 tackles on the edge there. 40 tackles and he only missed two. And... You know, field goal as well. Yeah. So what a strike too! What a fucking strike! <laughs> I couldn't believe how well he hit it. Now on to, in my opinion, man of the match. Oh, also, I just want to say a quick shout out to Keenan Palacia. He was a beast, man. And you know what? He was a beast in that Wyndham trial too, and I really liked him. Like he was really good in the Wyndham trial. I, I think you know 
him and Payne Haas starting in the front row, or if you give if you if Carrigan goes back there to bring Keenan on, then you've got Flegler to come back. Uh, Hetherington as well. You've got Hetherington at thirteen. It's going to be really interesting. What the good thing is, we've got like options now. Yeah. Um, so you've got Flegler. Uh, who's the other forward that I? Um, you've got Kennedy, Ryan James, uh, Rabadi. It's, it's fucking looking good. Like Kennedy, you know, come on, did a job. Uh, Ryan James, he's got plenty of experience. Come on, 25 tackles, only one miss in, you know what, 34 minutes. But my man in the match, Paddy Carrigan. He was out fucking standing. Matty, tell me, how much did he fuck, rip his apart? Oh, Pat, like, like, you expect a player like that to, like, come back from injury, like a big ACL injury, and, like, take a few games to warm up. But he was... And also, like, I'm sure you probably didn't have that big of rats on Paddy because he hasn't really played that much recently. So you're just like, yeah, he's a solid forward. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about him, to be honest. Like, I knew he was good. But again, like, coming back from, a, <laughs> from an injury like that, yeah. you don't expect him to go that hard that early. But, yeah, he ripped us apart. He was outstanding. He actually had one of the – out of any all forwards in the, the whole round, he had one of the most – the highest touches per minute or re- receipts per minute. He was outstanding. And I didn't think he was a 13. Like, I thought he's a front rower. Um, I still think you, you put Hetherington in that 13 role. And, but to think that we're going to have the combination of Carrigan and Haas, the amount of ball playing they did, and the fact that Carrigan would take a hit up after Haas. Haas would take a hit up after Carrigan. When you see players doing that, that's not a coincidence. They have sat down before the game, I promise you, and said, or Kevy said to them, Every time you take a hit up, I'm fucking taking a hit up. And it's almost like a healthy competition. You used to see a lot of wingers do it. Like I think Wendell and Lottie used to do it to a yeah. degree where it's like who can get the most hit ups and who can beat who internally. It's not negative competition. It's it's just a healthy competition of like, no, nah, I'm not going to let you take a fucking hit up and then me not take a hit up. The, um, when the Saifidi boys are on the field, yeah. they are sensational. Right? They just go at each other. Yeah, I... Mate, Carrigan, whenever I mention him as an origin guy for the next decade, I cop it a bit on social media. And I, I I'm telling you, I don't understand he'll why. captain Queensland yep. and he'll captain Broncos. He made My, the same amount of metres as Haas and post-contact metres. Right, this is his stats. 190 metres, 77 post-contact, one tackle break, one offload, 32 tackles, zero misses. In 57 minutes. Yeah, that's impressive. That's fucking impressive. So, so rap with the boys. So, like, just... I forgot... This is going to sound really mean to them, and I'm not trying to be mean to them at all. Like, I'm, I'm really not. But, you know, when your team is constantly losing, it's not hard to be loyal. because Like, they could lose every game for the rest of my life, and I will still be a Broncos fan. But you just don't enjoy watching it, because you're just sitting there going, fuck me. And it's not, even, it's not even about the losses. It was just about, like, seeing something that was so precious to me not really being represented the way I kind of was hoping it would be and that's very easy for me to say because I came through a generation where I was riding off the coattails of much better players um, so I, I understand the current players you know when they see articles about oh what's happened to the Broncos this and the next thing if you're a current Broncos player you're going are you serious like look at the fucking squads I had to compare what we had so I, I so I totally understand um, that it's 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 chalk and cheese it's not the same thing but to see the boys play the way the Broncos play, it just it just made me super proud and just yeah, just made me super proud. I was so fucking proud of their effort. Even if they lost, I still would have been proud of their effort. Cobo, although he had errors, he is fucking special. Yeah, he's yeah, he's very dangerous. I, I had a mate that messaged me and said, um, <laughs> I know you can't say it, but geez, he just looks like GI sometimes. Yeah, like, and you just can't help it. 
And it's a, the ultimate compliment. Yeah, the ultimate. But he just, I, I don't know how people can push back on just the, just his balance and the way he moves. Right, when he did an in and away yeah. on the winger, he's, he's what, six foot three, 103 kilos, and he's moving like that. Yeah. Uh, some of his effort areas where he was taking mad, like just mad hit ups from the back there. Um, I think it continues to prove our point, though, that he is still very raw. Yep. Now, he's in my team of the week because of some of the stuff he did, and he's still 19. But um, although I don't, you know, I think Asako's a better f- winger than fullback, I actually think it was a good decision to put him at the back, even though when he went, to, what about when he's going to go for a field goal on the first tackle? I was like, bro. I get you're trying to catch him unawares, but like if you miss that, we miss a whole set. Yeah. Um, uh, but outside of that, I actually thought it was really good to put him back there because uh, I think it's pretty clear to everyone, Cobo probably isn't ready for that role yeah. yet. Um, he, he's still very rough around the edges because I think in the end he had, he had six errors. Six errors. And, and so he's in my team of the week because A, I'm biased, clearly. Uh, but B, I just thought some of the special things we saw him do, tell me another rookie that we've seen do move like that, you know, in the last few years. Yeah, for sure. And I, as I said at the start, I think that right edge, they left four tries out on the table for me. Mm. Like when they put it together, like it's going to be lethal. Brisbane to me, uh, they are, as I said at the start, it's always hard with round one because you've got six months to G yourself up for this. They are a classic team that there's a few teams and we'll mention them as we go. They're a classic team that I want to see a month of them before I make it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm so fucking stoked. Like, so stoked. I can't tell you how happy I am. But they still most likely will finish, you know, ninth, uh, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th. Don't allow these young men to develop as a team. And then next year, if we aren't, put it this way, if next year we don't make the eight, it's a massive, massive fucking disappointment. But this year, 8th to 12th, be patient. They had a great first game. But these are still um, these are still players that are learning each other's. Like, for example, Carrigan, he was out for most of the year last year. He's been playing NRL for four years, but has he played much footy with all the players around him? Not really. Has as well, like, has he played much with Kate Well? You know, a little bit with Turpin, but Turpin's also had a few injuries. Um, Palacia, he's a rookie. Billy Walters and Albert Kelly never played together. Reynolds has never played with any of these players. So be patient. Uh, I think uh, it's it's a great victory, but still be realistic and patient. And just try to look at the Broncos as uh, a team that is, is building towards next season. I, I honestly believe that the Broncos could be a side that go from the shithouse to the penthouse really quickly. I think that the turnaround might could be, it could be quite... Because, like, people want to go to Brisbane. They just haven't had the reason to. And we have all the resources. So, um, yeah, I think it's great science. Uh, but be patient. It doesn't mean we're going to be world beaters or whatever. And when we get Reynolds back, ooh, baby. Are we expecting Reynolds to play round two? Yeah. Or? Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. And that's the one thing. Where the, the biggest negative – or the two biggest negatives, and we'll do um, – this is just, just to say what I didn't like is when the last five minutes were on, we were, like, spinning the ball. Like, we're up seven points. And we're spreading the ball. We're doing flick passes. We're like a couple of times we're doing that. And that's where it's like when you've got Adam Reynolds, that yeah, shit isn't happening. Yeah, they're Adam Reynolds minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. like get the ball in his hands, yeah. kick it to the thing and defend. That's where I was like, wow. Uh, although it was a great performance, there's clearly areas where we could clean up. Now, on to the Rabbitohs. Thoughts on the Rabbitohs? Uh, yeah, I don't... 
disappointing game for South Sydney. I, I, I would have put my house on. They would have scored at least four tries in this game. I was I was very surprised at how they came out. Um, I, and, and once again, it's round one. I'm not ruling the Rabbitohs. I still am so confident they're going to make the finals. They will be okay. Um, but there's no doubt that they were disappointing. Uh, I, I also find it hard sometimes to decide were the Broncos that good, mm. the Rabbitohs that poor. For me, I thought the Broncos were pretty damn good. Um, so South Sydney, I don't know, I find it hard to get a feel for them. I, I will say this, I mean, if, as we said, Albert Kelly went all in on that intercept, the Rabbitohs should have scored on that play. I think if they do score there, you could be looking at a very different game of football. But those are those sliding door moments you've got to take advantage of. I think you saw, though, that South Sydney, they, they really struggled to fight their way out of what they got themselves into there. Even though I was so confident South Sydney were going to win that game before it, I mean, there wasn't really a point when I was watching this game where I thought, oh, South are definitely going to come back here. Every time mm. the ball went right, I thought Brisbane were going to score yep. every single time. So, yeah, not too sure about the Bunnies. They get Latrell back this week, but... Uh, Maddie, off the top of my head, I think this is the tough draw. I think you go Melbourne, Roosters, Melbourne, Roosters. Manly. I think, oh. I think it's Manly or Penrith. Yeah, Fuck. Penrith. So this might have been the easy game, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> respectfully. So, Melbourne, Roosters, Penrith. Yeah, look, uh, really disappointing performance by the Rabbitohs. Uh, you, I think you might have been caught Cleary back too. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, really, yeah, really disappointing for the Rabbitohs. Uh, I think that, yes, they were losing Latrell, um, but it just they it wasn't actually those positions where I was like, oh, that's really concerning. I just feel like they were missing that punch that they really had developed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today towards the end of the year. Now, the thing with the Rabbitohs, that squad specifically, is they aren't a team that's going to go, you know, minor premierships, grind out a season. They, they're ebbs and flows. And they yeah. did the exact same thing last year where it was ebbs and flows. But I do believe that they they just they just didn't have that same oomph. I, I, I can't really describe what it was, but that same kind of... Um, like, for example... Towards the end of last year, their defence went from, like, pretty shocking to, like, wow. That's, that, they're defending similar to the Penrith Panthers. Now, they, they only had 11 points scored against them, so that's a positive. But, yeah, it's, it, the Rabbitohs are also similar. They're, like, not similar to Manly, but they're hard to judge because it's not like the Storm where, you know, if they are playing poorly, it's concerning because they're usually so consistent. The Rabbitohs have al- always had a tendency to be a bit up yep. and down. But in saying that, uh, you know, you look at their kicking metres. So Lachlan Ilias only had 168. Uh, Walker only had 228. You know, that's a key area where Reynolds, you know, they need to find a way to fix that up where Reynolds is, you know, Albert Kelly kicked for 500 metres. So you look at Albert wow. Kelly, 540 metres, and then Billy Walters, 120 metres. Rabbitohs, 228, 168. 
Wow, okay. You know, so that's a real a glaring stat that you can look at and go, well, if Adam Reynolds was there, they would have kicked for more metres. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to... Uh, I promise Rabbitohs fans, it's not going to be 12 weeks down the line and we're still going to be talking about Reynolds. Like, I promise you that. But it is... A, we have to talk about it now because it's a key loss. Yeah. Just like any other team, if the Melbourne Storm lost... Like, when the Melbourne Storm lost uh, Cam Smith, we spoke about it. And, and so, we, at least for the first round or two, we're going to talk about it, but then I promise you we'll move on. So, we're not going to keep harping on it. Um, another thing that um, I think that Dimitri has to be really, uh, really cognizant of... So, after the game, they kept asking about Reynolds... And he already has become a bit, like, touchy about it. And I think that Dimitri, what he has to do is, in my opinion, you know, I don't want to be, like, condescending or whatever, but in my opinion, go have a look at Anthony Seabold and what happened with him. The media, what they would do is they would, like, ask him questions and kind of, like, feel him out and see, like, what ticked him off a little bit. And a lot of people wouldn't notice it. He would answer politely, but you could see in his body language, like, fuck, that pissed him off. And what the media would do is they'd go, oh, that, that question, that gets under his skin. And then before he knew it, there was this battle between the media and Seabold. And it's a battle you never, ever win. And so I think with Dimitri, it's very easy for us to sit there and go, you know, you really just need to give them nothing. But because he's... I, imagine the amount of times he's been asked about Reynolds since last year. What do you reckon? Fucking 200, 300 times? Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be human nature to get pissed off. But if you show a chink in your armour... They're just going to run with it. So what they'll do is, is that they'll get you in a press conference. They'll see you've just lost the game, throw you a through softballs, softballs, and then boom, hit you with this really like has nothing to do with it. But you know you're just going to throw Reynolds out there just to see him mark up a little bit. You tell me the media aren't going to watch that and go, it's not oh. what he says, it's how he says exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I mean with the Seabold situation. Yeah, it's not really what he says; it's his body language it's the blank for five or six seconds yeah, yeah but even the, the the smirk it's yeah. like you're pretending that you're not pissed off but you're pissed off um again it's just a, it's a tiny detail and and whatever but i just think that it is definitely something that you know maybe internally they probably need to like the perfect answer to that would be like like um yeah reynolds is a gun like yeah yeah he's a great player yeah. mate it, he pretty much said, it's just how he said it. Exactly. He exactly. just didn't deliver it the way. And he's known that question's been coming for six months. Absolutely. And he also, not walking into the press conference, he knew that question was coming. 100%. So yeah. I just think uh, it's a very tiny thing, but I, I, I am, um, I just, I don't want him to have to deal with the negative side of it the way Seabold did. Because towards the end, Seabold was just getting yeah. punished by, like, you know, look, I, there was a lot of decisions I didn't agree with Seabold, but you never want to see a coach just you know, up there in a press conference, just devastated and constantly struggling with the meter. So I, I reckon, um, yeah, maybe maybe they have a conversation internally and say, look, when the Reynolds thing comes up, just just like the whole body language, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a great player. Um, I thought, like, for example, if I was the media guy or whatever, I would have said to say, like, yeah, Reynolds is an absolute great player. We miss him as a bloke. But I thought Ilias was really good tonight. Yeah. Boom, that's the end of it. Now, I will say glass half full kind of stuff. I think the Blanco, Broncos played really well. And when you look at the summary, they only completed at 66%. Mm. And so for them to only have 11 points put on them and a complete at 60%, uh, 66%, there is some positives to take out of that. You know, I think that you could even argue last year at the start of the year, if they were put in that same position, they may just leak, you know, 30, 40 points. Yeah. So 
um, although very like very disappointing by itself, I don't think it's uh, panic stations yet. I think we have to see Latrell back, and we also have to see we have to give Elias and Walker some time to develop that combination, and we have to give Cody uh, we have to give um, Cam Murray time with his shoulder reconstruction because Cam Murray is a little bit different that he relies so heavily on his body not going through wear and tear, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He's not a player that you get a Rico and I only come in and do 10 runs a game and 15 tackles, but they're 10 really good runs. He's a high work rate kind of guy. So it's going to take him time to get that uh, match fitness in those parts of his bodies back again. Um, so look, disappointing game, but definitely not panic stations for the Rabbitohs. Absolutely not. Uh, I do think they're missing a little bit of punch in the middle. Uh, I think that Wayne was kind of band-aided the fact that their forward pack probably wasn't as um, recognised as other forward packs. I, I probably think they probably need to recruit again. Yeah. Uh, they need to make one or two recruits. But I do think they'll make... I, they, they're the one team that I can see dropping out of the eight if all the drama... If everything happens to worst-case scenario, I can see them struggling. Um, but I think they've got enough high-quality players to, to beat the lower-tier teams. Both of these teams are two sides I'm very keen to watch over the next month. For sure, for Rabbitohs sure. with their draw is going to be massive. Broncos obviously won the other night. We're all very impressed with them. But, you know, the Broncos that we've known for the last 18 months, it wouldn't shock me if they lose to Canterbury next absolutely, week. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And you know what? The Rabbitohs we've known in the last 12 months, it wouldn't shock me if they come out next week and, and Cody Walker puts fucking 40 on. Or not well, the, not the Storm. But it wouldn't shock me if they take the Storm to the death and, and Cody Walker gets the match winner. Yeah. So... You know, Rabideau's future still is brighter this year, this specific year, than the Broncos. Um, but great win for the Broncos. Disappointing for Rabideau's. But I think if you're a Rabideau's fan and you're sitting there going, I can't believe we just lost to the Wooden Spoon two years ago and then a team that came 14th last year, Broncos aren't the same team. So don't, uh, don't let it disappoint you too much that they were beaten by Broncos because I don't think Broncos are anywhere near the team that they were last year. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of people messaging me with those sort of arguments that yeah. this team finished here. Round one, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't mean shit. It is 17 blokes going head-to-head -head that have had six months to sit on how they didn't achieve what they wanted yep. to achieve last year. And Broncos have always had the cattle. Yep. It's not like, like, for example, if you go into round one last year and you look at that Bulldog side, then you should be concerned because the Bulldogs on paper never had the cattle to put it to teams. The Broncos have always had the players. When you've got a team with Payne Haas, Capewell, uh, Carrigan, um, you know, Selwyn Cobbo, Tony Staggs, like these are all representative players. Yeah. All of them. Um, anyway, so look, don't get too down, Rabbitohs fans. Uh, although disappointing, I don't think it's uh, panic stations at all. Broncos fans, celebrate it, but understand that it's going to take us some time to gel. Now...